Welcome back to a new episode of Becoming a Light Warrior. This is episode 13, I believe. Before you do anything, please subscribe, please like, please go follow my other social media channels. The Instagram for this podcast is called Becoming a Light Warrior, just the name of this podcast. And my personal podcast is Just Special, which is J-E-S-P-E-C-I-A-L-L-L-L, there's three L's. And my YouTube is Just Say, J-E-S-S-S-A-E. Twitter is Just Bank. Three seven, um, TikTok is holistic healer. Three seven, Twitter is actually Jess Bank seven seven. Um, a lot of social medias, <laughs> but if you want to check them out, I post different content on all of them, and they're all along the lines of spiritual talk, consciousness, and relationship dynamics, and a little bit of talk about composting and trash dynamics. I would say so. This is a follow up with. Uh, stoic values. I did a part one. This is part two. There's going to be three parts to this. So I wrote in terms of stoic values, detachment is an act of wisdom in the web of relationship dynamics. And this was just a quote I kind of reformed to my own words, which is true. Stoic values are not along the lines of being cold and being along the lines of, how should I say, emotionless it's not like that but it's rather choosing the the good aspects of life and this modern society and a lot of societies for thousands of years have really taught to focus on external things to feel good and relationships and people to be a specific way for you to feel good and that's not the truth especially along the lines of the spiritual world and spiritual aspects because stoic values are very interwined with spiritual values or just the spiritual world um there are things that are a little bit stern maybe but i think that they're for our greater good because there are a lot of things in the spiritual aspects that are stern and that can be seen as very difficult but they are that way for our good if that makes sense they are that way to help humanity progress and heal and experience joy in this life that's why we are here the whole purpose of spiritual and spirit is to feel good and to be happy and to feel joy. So the first three values that I covered two episodes ago, so it was about two weeks ago that I covered this, Stoic Values Part 1. First one was living with the flow of life according to nature. Second one was or is happiness isn't found in things but in virtue alone. It's all about what we value and the choices we make. And number three we don't control external events. We only control our thoughts, opinions, decisions, and duties. Decisions. Decisions and duties. Those were the first three stoic values that I covered. There are, excuse me, my chair squeaked. There are a variety of values that are along the, the stoic world and the spiritual world. I feel that they're very intertwined. But you have to... Um, really see stoicism as something different from what society says it to be. The next three values that I'm going to cover are the first one, but it's actually the fourth one in terms of like the nine stoic values that I'm going to cover. So number four, know that we are capable of thriving in this life. We have all the resources inside of ourselves. And the fifth one, eliminate toxic emotions, specifically hope, fear, and anger. And the sixth one, is we are and must remain a unified self. We can't complain or blame anyone else. Best to deal with our own demons. 
So going back to number four of know that we are capable of thriving in this life, that we have all the resources inside of ourselves. This is so true. We, in, I'm sure there's so many other people in this world, but there is not enough people who believe in themselves and teach their kids to believe themselves. There are communities out there who teach this and that feel that strength and that feel that faith that they have within themselves and they feel that capability that they have. But so many of us are taught to have a victim mindset and such a small mindset that we are dependent on external things to believe in ourselves and we need external validation to know that we do deserve something. It's like, or that we need external validation to feel good. It's like, we don't need this external validation to feel good or know that we're capable. We literally have so many mechanisms within us that are working in our favor, that are making sure that we're alive. And when you shift your mindset to that you are capable and that you are able to do this, then you are. So some of the points that I wrote for this one were um, just have faith that there is a higher power guiding your life. And what I mean by saying this is that giving up the intellectual um, approach to life instead of trying to process everything. And trust me, this is something that I'm working on is giving up the the intellect because I have a lot of it and it just is um, a dominating force. And it is useful. It's not the only thing. It is useful, but it what is more useful is having faith in God and knowing that everything is going to work out for you and that there are things that are going to come into your life that make things or make the pathway a lot easier that just make the pathway for you. There is work that you have to do in this life. And so many people are resistant to work, especially people in the United States. If you look at people from other countries that are so skilled and hard workers, and it may be a little thing, it could be a craft of building some product or creating some artistic thing or dancing or, um, doing outside work like farming. You know, people from Mexico that come to the United States, they are such hard workers and they don't really question things. And this is just a generalization. This is not every single person. But in a huge consensus, people that migrate to this country to work are hard workers. And you know what? I am from the United States, but damn, the U.S. people do not like to work and they do not know how to work. And I am from this country. I was born in this country. But I honestly don't identify as much with the culture or the work ethics here because it's weak and it's very minute and it's just like, oh, be lazy. And, you know, I'm not saying to masculinize everything and just uh, approach everything with a, a masculine way. But you have to put in some work and there's nothing wrong with that. Knowing that you are capable of doing that makes it a lot easier and it takes away a lot of the stress but just having that faith that you have something within you that is powerful that is there to guide you and something very important is to listen to your intuition listening to your intuition is a navigating force that will guide you to what your soul's purpose is in this life okay um, knowing that we are internally good that we are born good stoicism recognizes this and doesn't teach that you're bad and the thing is, is that we're not bad. We're not born bad. People do bad things. Yes, people do things that hurt other people. 
But that does not mean that our souls are bad. We are all born very good. And then we transform because of our life experiences, what we're taught, our environment. There are so many reasons why we transform and become, or, or that we enact on evil things as human beings. And it really all comes down to fear, uh, fear of death. And the fear of the ego not being right. Um, Soism recognizes that we are all born good. And that is very spiritual. Because in the spiritual world, we are born good. And that's the real world, honestly. We are born good. What baby is bad when they're born? There's no baby that's bad. They are so involved in being present and being themselves without being shamed or feeling shamed for their needs okay uh, another thing is is that recognizing that we're born with certain skills and stoicism calls it virtues they call them virtues which is true i know a lot of my virtues and a lot of my my skills and a lot of us don't know what they are but we all have individual ones that are different another one is stoicism is not emotionless rather it is about I've already stated this, but it's about choosing the joys in life rather than the pain and drama. And yes, there are difficult and trying times in this life. But in the reality of grand, the grand spectrum of everything, there is so much more good going on than bad. If you look at nature in the animal kingdoms, there is so much harmony among them. And there are still things that get destroyed in nature because of natural forces. Animals still kill each other. Excuse me, I just had the hiccups right now. I had those gaps or whatever. But animals still kill each other. Nature still falls apart, but there's yet there's so much harmony in it. And it's because nature and animals go with the flow of life. They go with nature. They are it. They are, they are nature. We are nature as well, but we are a higher intellectual pro... Uh, yeah, we're high. We have higher intellectual thinking. But in terms of growth and expansion we're still learning how to expand because animals they are 100% true to themselves they are 100% authentic and in nature it, nature is just wise they just sit and they just sit in stillness and in peace and they don't need anything to exist they don't need anything to feel good I don't know what trees feel I don't know what other plant life feels but they bring so much presence and joy to this world they allow us to exist so i'm sure that they feel good if they had that deeper level connection they do if you look down into the ground like on a microscopic level there's so many connections it's just like the human brain we're all connected and nature is just a great example of how to focus on joy and how to focus on the good aspects of life instead of the bad ones. The next concept for number four is, this is a quote from the Stoic uh, website that I am getting this information from, and I will post it in the comments for reference and to, to read from that website as well. The quote says um, that we are the half-completed poem and our job in this life was to work to make a complete and beautiful poem. We may face bad environments and obstacles along the way, he wrote, but it's no different 
than how the confining rules of poetry give the art its beauty, or how the compression of air by a trumpet's pipes creates a beautiful sound, which is so true. It's like pretty much saying that even though there's things that happen in this life, doesn't mean that it's bad or that we're bad because of that. I used to believe that that there was so many things about life and about me that were hopeless and that I was unrepairable and that there were so many things wrong with me that I didn't deserve to exist. And it was such a small mindset and it was so ridiculous. And not spiritually bypassing myself by not sending my old self compassion. Like I'm definitely sending compassion to my old self. But my mindset was so limited then. I couldn't see the bigger picture of life. I thought that oh my gosh, everything was focused on me and focused on the bad things that I felt. And that's not true. I mean, there's more to it than that. But it's just such a small perspective. Like, there's so much more to life than problems. The better you feel, the more you help the world, honestly. And you don't even directly have to help people. But you feeling good inside, energetically disperses out good feelings and good emotions and healing not just to yourself but to other people okay moving on to number five number five says eliminate toxic emotions and these are specifically hope fear and anger okay all of these seem natural and they are to a certain extent okay these toxic emotions that we experience they're within the spectrum of the emotions that we that we have as humans. No, they are not to be felt consistently or on a regular basis, pretty much. As a child, we were very present. We were not in these feelings for very long when we did experience them. We felt them sometimes, but we returned to the present moment very easily and quickly most of the time. Hope. It seems to be good, but it is actually t a toxic approach to wishful thinking to a vague dream. It is a wish for something that that you know is absent instead of having faith in God or a higher power that things are being coordinated to ensure that, that everything works out for you. Hoping is pretty much saying that you wish for something that you doubt will ever come to you. But replacing your wishes with a mindset of faith instead of hope, which is again the absence of something, but faith just ensures that you know that it will be there whatever the circumstances or whatever the thing or the person situation is that it will be fixed anger is the next one well anger and fear and there are emotions that many of us experience <clears throat> i believe that it's righteous in times but most of the time it's not um, we get angry because of other people and it's in situations or things not going our way or there's a huge variety of things why someone gets angry or why we feel anger I think it's good to be angry, especially when someone crosses your physical boundaries or does some physical harm to you or your child or a family member. But outside of those, um, it's an opportunity for us to, to learn to transmute those feelings of anger and fear um, to more elevated feelings. Um, stepping outside of anger and returning to the present moment to focus on the task at hand. And also with fear, you know, because those two emotions are very debilitating feelings when we're fearful we're scared and we kind of close in and when we anger when we're when we anger when we're angry we 
are in a different state of being. We're impulsive. We make rash decisions. We make um, undesirable decisions that will negatively affect us in the future. And with the lines along the lines of stoic values, it is best to perceive things and think about things before you do them and not impulsively act on them. The Roman Emperor Augustus was teaching something to Julius Caesar, I think it was, and his quote was, whenever you feel angry with yourself, or when you, whenever you feel yourself getting angry, don't say or do anything until you repeated the 24 letters of the alphabet to yourself. So this is a really good technique that you can try if you get angry. This is something on a regular basis. Try to implement something like that. Just thinking about the alphabet. Not doing or thinking anything else but that. Moving on to number six. We are and must remain a unified self. We can't complain or blame anyone else. Best to deal with our own demons. The first aspect that I wrote for this one is, is that this is another underlying statement saying to take responsibility for your life and take responsibility for your emotions, which is something that I preach a lot. I practice this a lot as well, to a certain extent, though. There is still some egotistical aspects of myself, and it's okay because I am new to the spiritual world. I've only been involved in the spiritual or world of consciousness for the last two years of my life. So unwinding over 30 years of conditioning takes some time because it took me 30 years, 31 years specifically, to gather all of those concepts and all of those ideas in my mind, which I thought were to be true. But I know now that they're not. And I know that they're not because I feel it in my heart. Everything I thought before, there was always a spike of something where I was just like, uh, I'm not sure about it, but I'm not going to listen to my intuition. For some reason, every time I do a podcast, I always get the hiccups and I yawn. I haven't yawned yet, but I have the hiccups on and off. <laughs> okay, moving on to these aspects. Um, stop complaining. Stop blaming other people for how you feel. This is something that can be very difficult, especially when someone did something to you. It's difficult. But you continuing to feel feelings of anger and blaming other people for the way you feel is just very low vibration. It doesn't help you with your healing process. You have to be present and focus on your internal feelings, what you're feeling inside, your emotions and the way your body, your sensations. Focus on that, not the story that you're telling, okay? So stop complaining and stop blaming others for how you feel. Pictetus, I think if I'm saying that name correctly, he stated, I think he was one of the Roman emperors that followed these Stoic values and created them. He said, these things don't go together. You must be unified, be a unified human being, either good or bad. You must diligently work either on your reasoning or on things out of your control. Take great care with the inside and not what's outside which is to say, stand with the philosopher or else with the mob, okay? This is from that website that I got these nine stoic values from. They say there's nothing easier said than done, okay? Which is why we'd rather complain about external sources or find another culprit to blame. But here, Epictetus is equally tough, <laughs> 
And this is a quote from him. Nothing outside my reason choice can hinder or harm it. My reason choice alone can do this to itself. If we would learn, would lean this way, whether we fail and blame only ourselves and remember that nothing but opinion is the cause of a troubled mind and uneasiness then by God, I swear we would be making progress. And I hear those statements, which is very true. And I think that's very true with so many things, except or with the exception of someone crossing your physical boundaries. But when someone crosses your physical boundaries, that is an energetic alignment to what you vibrationally feel inside of what you deserve and what you are okay with happening in your life. And not saying everything is your fault. It's not your fault. But you really got to clean fire. Like, vibrationally and energetically, you got to clean up your thoughts. You got to clean up your belief systems. You got to clean up all these subconscious belief systems that you have. Because when you do, those things change your external reality. And they invite new things into your life, whether good or bad. Especially depending on how you truly feel and are. Okay? Everything is about vibration. And stoicism honestly respects the vibrational and energetic world, which exists. Okay? I know these are very masculine approaches to everything. I mean, this is coming from the perspective of men, which is the masculine energy. I, I mean, myself... I hold in a lot of anger for how several men have crossed my physical boundaries. And I know men experience this too, but not to the extent that women experience this, of how much women's physical boundaries get crossed by men. Like, men's boundaries still get crossed, but not as much as women's, honestly. Because we're so beautiful and we're so desirable. Um, you know, I, I think that we can be angry, but we have to let it go and transmute these higher feelings to the present moment and strengthen our values and our, our our guidance system, which is our intuition, which is true. I still have a little bit uh, contrary to this because, you know, I, it's one thing, definitely take responsibility for your experience. But when you say no, and someone still doesn't respect your no or it still crosses your physical boundaries, then, oh God, that's such a good time to defend yourself and to really stick up for yourself and fight. And, you know, I don't think fighting's the best choice, but there are some times where you do because there's humans in this world who just don't, who aren't even capable of understanding or respecting your values. Or respecting what, you know, what you're saying. It's like, no, I don't want you to touch me. And they still do it. And, I mean, this does happen to men. But it's like, how can we transmute this anger that we feel as as women or the feminine energy when the masculine energy crosses our physical boundaries? And they overpower us. It's a physical thing. And if that's the thing, it's physical. <laughs> this is something that requires deeper analysis on my end. Because this is something that I'm working on myself in terms of me and the spiritual world and a million different things. Stoic values, <laughs> so many different things. And, and look at this is me complaining. <laughs> or it's just analyzing the pain that I choose to still focus on instead of releasing it. 
Um, it's just a, it is to be a, a new practice to release these feelings of anger and fear in regards to relationship dynamics. And that takes time and that's okay. That is just my personal journey. Everyone has their own and see how we can transform these values to what is true to us. Because these values may resonate with you. My, they may not resonate with you 100%, but it's truly knowing what you like and what you don't like and your preferences in life and your internal moral compass, okay? So I'm going to say these six values again within stoicism. Number one, living with the flow of life according to nature. Going with the flow, not resisting and not pushing and not pressuring things to happen. Just allowing things to be. Allowing people to come in and out of your life. Allowing people to choose you and reject you. Just allow it. It just is what it is. You have to accept it and it sucks. But it feels so good to feel good. So choosing to feel what feels good to you. Especially, well, predominantly, that is if you are not hurting yourself or anyone else and not crossing anyone else's boundaries and not yours as well. But going with the flow of life, okay? Number two, happiness isn't found in things but in virtue alone. It's all about what we value and the choices we make, which is very true. It's not materialistic things and it's not people. People are awesome, but people are shitty too. And people can turn on us and people can do things to us that are horrible, but people can do amazing things to us too. But not allowing things outside of us to depend on our happiness, which is kind of difficult. But it is true if you want to feel feelings of joy. Okay, number three. We don't control external events. We only control our thoughts, opinions, decisions, and duties. Which is true. It's accepting the chaos that's outside of us. It's accepting the world, accepting humanity. Because there's just so much crap going on. And there's so many people in this world. So many different opinions. But yours is to be the most important. And I know this is kind of conditional. But I think it's important when it is not subject to past pains and like projections of insecurity. They have to come from a wholesome place in your heart and in your soul. When your soul, when your values are aligned with your soul, then they will not go against anyone or anything in this world. Okay. Uh, number four, know what we are capable or know what you are capable of, that you are capable of thriving in this life. That we all have the resources inside of ourselves, okay? That we are capable. That we don't need all these external things as motivators or motivating factors for us actually accomplishing anything in life. Number five, eliminate toxic emotions, hope, fear, and anger. Which is, can be a difficult one, but this is possible. It's transmuting those feelings to higher vibrational feelings, okay? Number six, we are and must remain a unified self. We can't complain or blame anyone else. Best to deal with our own demons. These are all so true. Very, very true. Okay. For the next episode, 
I will probably review a different topic, but the in two episodes, I will review and complete these nine stoic values. And we'll, you know, bank on that with my opinion and also from... Because sto- stoicism is kind of new to me, but it's most aligned with me, honestly. And it's something to be adopted and takes time. Because I've practiced so many things that were against me and my soul for so many years and I didn't hold me as valuable for so long and now I see the value in myself and I see how worthy of a person I am and it takes strong strength to propel in this world without values honestly and if you want to expand you got to do more things and you got to stick strong to your dreams and to your soul's purpose. Okay, that's all I have for this episode. Um, again, please subscribe. Please follow me on all platforms. Instagram for this podcast is Becoming Light Warrior. My personal podcast is Jess Special, J-E-S-P-E-C-I-A-L-L-L, three L's. Um, TikTok is Holistic holistic uh, Healer, Holistic Tick, that's what I'm saying, Holistic Healer. 37 Twitter is just bank 77 and YouTube is just say J S S S A E. Would love to hear from you guys. Would love for you guys to message me or comment on anywhere. I don't know how to communicate with you guys, and uh, I would like to create more of a community with this. Um, anyways, thank you so much for listening. Look forward to, to seeing you guys again next week. Bye.